The Women Mind the Water podcast engages artists in conversation about their work and explores their connection with the ocean. Through these stories, Women Mind the Water hopes to inspire and encourage action to protect the ocean and her creatures. Today I am speaking with Kate Kruby. Kate describes herself as a sailor and artist who likes to spend her days looking for whales, teaching kids, and drawing marine life. Kate is the founder and creator of the website and podcast, Go Forth in Science. Kate's creations are designed to communicate science in a fun and easily understood way. Welcome, Kate. Let me start by asking about your journey. How did you become an artist? Well, hello. It is good to be here. And in terms of this question, I do have a stance in my brain that everybody is an artist. They just have to claim it and own it. Uh, and so I think that I claimed that I was an artist pretty early on in life. Uh, I started drawing when I was a kid and took lots of art classes, kindergarten through high school, and then kind of went on a hiatus in college. I didn't really do a lot of art. I was really focused on science. And then after college, after grad school, I started drawing again and reclaimed my title as an artist really after grad school. How did Kate arrive at what she does in terms of her art and her podcast? They kind of evolved together in the sense that I really jumped into them at the same time. Uh, I read a lot of, or I guess I read a lot of comics and web comics. And so I really started getting into comic art after grad school. And then I also started thinking about doing a podcast right after grad school. And so they kind of happened at the same time. And initially I was going about them in two different ways. I really wanted to show science through art in my comics and then I really wanted to tie in adventure and science in the podcast and so they kind of were also two different things and then because they ended up happening at the same time they came together to become go forth in science and now they're very closely tied together and a lot of my art revolves around topics that I cover in my podcasts. What does Kate mean when she describes her artwork as comic art? Yeah, I guess I call it comic art because I don't really know what else to call it. I definitely, uh, my art style is really colorful and there's pretty bold lines and outlines and details are pretty simple. I do, I mean, I do always love like going outside and, and drawing what I see, but in terms of the art that I produce for Go Forth in Science, it's all much simpler than that. And so I guess that's kind of why I call it comic art is because it sort of mirrors things that you might see in comics or in comic books or in cartoons. Uh, and so that's sort of the art style that I have been leaning into with Go Forth in Science. Kate discusses one of her drawings and how it reflects on her connection to the ocean. So for this question, I will be talking about my latest coral reef drawing okay. and it is a 
it's sort of one still in a series of drawings and animations and comics that I'm currently working on. This is my latest project. And I'm really focusing on the challenges to coral reefs, both in sort of the current destruction that they're facing through fishing and through climate change and through increased storm activity. And so I'm focusing on the challenges to coral reefs. And then I'm also working on showing the successes that coral reefs have been having. There are a lot of coral reef restoration efforts around the world. And so while I want to talk about the sad things that are happening to coral reefs, I also really want to talk about the exciting restoration that's happening with coral happening with coral reefs and the things that people are doing to ensure that they survive. So my drawing is a landscape of a coral reef and it shows the sunlight filtering through the water and then hitting lots of different species of coral, uh, lots of different animals that are inhabiting this reef. Uh, this particular image is a image of a healthy coral reef. So this is sort of the one that I base all the rest of my animations and comics off of either the end goal of what we want reefs to look like or what the reefs look like, unfortunately, before they are destroyed in some way, shape, or form. And so there's rays, there's damselfish, there's, there's all these different types of coral, there's clownfish, and it's really just this colorful, exciting, diverse ecosystem. How is Kate's art an expression of her and her view of the world? I did a lot of basing my work off of coral reefs in Indonesia, but I've also never been to Indonesia. I've never seen their coral reefs. So uh, it is sort of, it started as that, but then I did also base off of, base my work off of a lot of other knowledge of coral reefs that I have been to, such as coral reefs in Panama or Hawaii. And so some of the organisms that I have in this drawing are from Indonesia, but sort of the vibe and the feeling, a lot of that is based off of my own personal experiences in coral reefs otherwise. And I do want it to be an art piece that is relatable to coral reefs all across the world because these challenges that coral reefs are facing are global challenges and the restoration efforts that they're uh, seeing are also global in nature. I'm always a pretty big supporter of keeping things fun and engaging, even if it's a serious subject. I think that the more we make serious topics engaging to everyone, the more likely that they'll actually get talked about and things will happen relating to those subjects. So in the case of coral reefs especially, um, obviously there's a lot of really bad things happening to coral reefs, but if we talk about them more in ways that aren't st specifically scientific, if we talk about them in ways like with comic art um, that maybe are a little bit more lighthearted and fun to look at than a sad photo of a bleached coral reef, um, then hopefully that can engage more people and get people involved that maybe not initially were interested in science. Um, and I feel like I kind of look at the world in that way too. Like I try and find the best things even in sad or difficult to talk about things. Um, climate change is a big one. I always try to look at the positives with climate change. 
part of that might just be because I need to figure out ways to stay happy, even when I'm talking about and studying all these really depressing things. But I think that's important for everybody to do as well. I think it's important for us to keep hope alive when we're talking about these, these hard things, because otherwise it's really easy to get lost in, in the sadness of it all. Kate discusses how she got involved in drawing animation and how this differs from drawing static images. I actually had never thought about doing animations until I worked with a nonprofit over in Washington State, Friends of the San Juans, to work on a uh, campaign that they're trying to do in the San Juan Islands in Washington State to uh, get people to be more aware of where they're anchoring and how that's disturbing ecosystems in that area. And so I was working with them specifically on seagrass and eelgrass in that area. And they were like, hey, do you think you could do some animations to show like, hey, this is what happens when you anchor in eelgrass. This is what happens when you put moorings down in eelgrass. And, and I was like, oh, hey, that's a really great idea because these are really dynamic subjects and topics. And so to show the movement involved as well is really important. And so that's kind of where I got started on the animation things. And now I've been doing them with the coral reefs as well, sort of with the same idea, showing what happens when you toss an anchor down on top of a coral reef. And that's been really, really fun. It takes a different kind of work than the still images, though I do reuse a lot of things. So like the still image of the the healthy reef that I was just talking about, I also use that for all of my animations as well. Um, but it just the difference between, hey, like here's a pretty still image versus, hey, here is a dynamic image that shows what happens in these ecosystems when you throw an anchor down onto the reef or when you replant coral and it starts to grow back. I do it pretty old school. <laughs> so there's probably animators out there that are like, oh my gosh, I can't believe she does it this way. Uh, but I actually, um, I create GIFs. So each frame in the animation is a different image. So the way that I do this is I actually sort of build that still image for each frame and then plop that together. All of these drawings that I've been doing lately have been digitally done on the computer. And so uh, that makes it easier to build these animations as well because I have each like each of the animal in a drawing is like a separate layer and the water is a separate layer and then I can go in and manipulate all of those different pieces of the image to then have those still images that make it look like it's moving. How does Kate's experience as an environmental educator working with kids inform her art? I think it probably does subconsciously for sure. Uh, I think that I mean, I am the first to admit that I think that my working with kids has also just brought out a love of, like, teen novels and comics and, like, TV shows and stuff like that, like, probably are more along the reading level of, like, the high schoolers that I teach rather than the adult scientists that are my colleagues. Um, and so I think that to some extent that probably gets put into my art as well and maybe one of the reasons why I love doing comic art so much and I love drawing um, these like highly you know bold colorful things is because a lot of the kids that I work with also enjoy reading comics and looking at those things as well. 
Does Kate think about audience when she creates her art? Audience is important. I think audience is definitely important to every artist, even if they don't think about it consciously. Um, I mean, especially in this time of social media, audience is what sustains a lot of us. And during COVID, I mean, I can't say that I've worked with that many kids this year, uh, but I interact with a lot of them over social media and through my art over social media. And so I think that, um, yes, audience is important. And I think that uh, I, when I first started Go Forth in Science, my podcast is kind of generated more for like the millennial audience me like we're the ones that listen to podcasts on our 45 minute commutes to work and then we go in our weekend warriors and try and go have adventures outside in the weekends and, and whatnot um so I think that my podcast was kind of originally for that but that being said it's also been used in classrooms and stuff like that and I love whatever classrooms can incorporate my podcast and, and that is an important part for me um in creating my podcast is to make sure that it's also understandable for students who might listen to it in a classroom setting. Um, and with my art, I think that, I mean, I'm an adult who likes reading comics for kids. <laughs> so like probably I would like to hope that my uh, art audience is diverse in terms of age from kids to adults. Hopefully there are more of you out there who share in my passions of liking to read things like that. <laughs> How would Kate like others to react to and use her art? Yeah, I think that for me, both with my podcast and my digital drawings, I think it's really important just for me to inspire the people who are listening to it or looking at it to go and have an adventure or learn more about the world. Uh, I want people to get excited about science, even if they don't know that they're getting excited about science. And, and I want people to be encouraged to just go out, just step outside your door and look at the world in a little bit of a different way. You know, notice the worms on the sidewalk and notice the birds flying in the sky and notice how the rain runs off your roof and through your lawn and just kind of look at all of these things that maybe before you listen to my podcast or looked at my art maybe you didn't notice as much all right well kate it's been a pleasure talking to you thank you for participating in the women mind the water podcast I have been speaking with Kate Hooby for the Women Mind the Water podcast series. The series can be viewed on womenmindthewater.com. An audio-only version of this podcast is also available on the Women Mind the Water website and on iTunes. This is Pam Ferris-Olson. Thank you for listening.